This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. Today. 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 Today, we've got a bunch of game news, and we're going to talk about some Tomb Raider action. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And also, the Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month to help keep our all of our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. Thanks again to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions of at least $10. Uh, yeah, the Patreon is doing all right. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, yeah, that's that's all that intro is. Uh, what have you guys been playing? I uh, checked out the Mega Man 11 demo on Switch. Yeah. That game comes out next week. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's still hard. <laughs> Yeah, all the Mega Man games are hard as fuck. Yeah, it's tough, yeah. but it feels good. It feels better than any of their other attempts at the 2.5D. Yeah, and this is like been. the first new Mega Man game in how many years? It's been a while. Like uh, Not counting... Um, eight, eight and nine are like retro-ish. They were new. They were new yeah. levels and everything, but they were in the retro style. But <sighs> probably Mega Man 8 or Mega Man X8 or something like that, Yeah, which was quite a while ago. Years so. ago. It uh, feels like a Mega Man game, which is really cool, and I like that. Uh, they do have new, uh, what do they call it? There's the system where you can hold a button to either uh, increase your attack, like it ups your damage, or like you a can, charge. Not, it's not a charge. It's like you you hold this button to like make your blaster more powerful, but there's like an overheat with it. Okay, and it, that same meter you can use to also slow down everyone around you interesting so they have these like augments to make things a little bit easier but yeah they both build off the same meter and they will overheat and they have to go down before you can use them again but other than that it feels like Mega Man. i know people are a little butthurt because um i didn't get to the boss but as everybody has to do when you play a Mega Man game you hit your charge shot and then you jump through the boss door and like float through it yeah apparently that doesn't happen in this what? so people are like pissed about it so they're probably gonna have to fix that before launch because that was always one of the cool things you could do it, oh yeah it has no effect on the game no. it just looked cool nope yeah so God, uh are such babies yeah but uh no it's uh it looks like a Mega Man. It plays like a Mega Man game and and it looks looks sounds great cool so it looked like it was a little more like vector style graphics as opposed to pixelated though right they updated the graphics on it like big time yeah i don't really know that i have the I, I don't it it seems slightly cell shaded and a little bit more like it it feels a lot more 3d than even like the previous two and a half d attempts they had yeah. like mm. maverick hunter x and powered up the, the 2.9 d maybe sure yeah let's go with that that'll catch on but uh no it looks pr- very pretty cool and the art style is great um 
I also put on my PSVR for the first time in several months yesterday. And I finally played some super hot VR. That game's incredible. <laughs> it makes you feel like such a badass. Really? Yeah. I mean, the the normal game on PC playing with a mouse and keyboard felt great. But the idea that like you are picking up a gun, shooting a guy, like leaning out of the wave with bullet time, and then like when you shoot the guy, his gun flies at you, you reach out to catch it, and then you're, like, pulling it down to shoot at the right people. Like, it always feels awesome. Like, everything you do feels awesome in that game. And in VR, it's just as good. That's awesome. Um, I'd still like you guys to try Robo Recall out sometime, because that's pretty badass. That's the one where you're, like, floating through space and shit or something no, like no, that? No, no. Which one was that? Um, it's the one with the Unreal Engine. I okay. Think, yeah, Epic actually made it. Okay. It's just it's VR only. It's um it's on the Rift only, that, mm. I believe. Um but yeah, you just like you're just going around like taking out all these like robots that have gone haywire. Okay, now I remember. And what you can, you know, you're you're pulling your guns out. You, you use two guns like the whole time. Yeah. Cuz it uses the You're using the two controllers, it came, yeah. It came bundled with the touch controllers. Oh, okay, when that's it was first cool. launched. Yeah. And so it's like a big showcase for that. It doesn't have like full locomotion. That's the only thing that bothers me about the game. You have to teleport to move, but everything else about it just feels good. Like the aim's perfect. You can actually reach out and grab a robot with one hand and pull on it with another one to like rip it apart. That's cool. That's awesome. Cool. It's, it's it it does make you feel like a badass. That's the one thing that I think is missing from super hot for me is since I'm playing it on PSVR, the move controllers don't feel as though they have as much yeah. fidelity as using the... I don't know if this... It's probably out on both Oculus and Vive, I would assume, by this point. But I think either one of those would feel even better than using the move controllers for super hot. Mm-hmm. Super hot adds in the slow motion. Like, the game is pretty much always in slow motion because yeah, as yeah. you move, time starts to move forward. Ah... That's the thing behind Super Hot. So when somebody shoots at you, you can see it coming for you, and as you move, it will start to travel towards you. So you have to like plot out where you're going to be in respect to like what motions you need to do in order to accomplish the thing you want to accomplish. Yes, yeah, so you're basically living in bullet time. Yes, absolutely, and it always feels rad. Like there's n- nothing. There's never a minute that I'm not like this is so awesome. Like, could you like, could you like duck down and like around a bullet? Yes. Yeah. See, that's yes. Cool. Like, I I got, I got an achievement, and the game does achievements in a really funny way. But I got an achievement yesterday for dodging four bullets at once <laughs> because there were two guys shooting at me, and they all converged over my head, and I just ducked down. And when you get an achievement, it drops a post-it note with the achievement symbol on it in front of your face, <laughs> and then it falls to the ground. It was really really funny. Oh, so a. a- a game company figured out a way to show you achievements in the fucking helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was funny. It was it was great. Like Good I heard the them. noise and I was like, oh, I bet that was a cool achievement. And then the post-it note dropped by. I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> so, that's awesome. And if you stop moving, does the post-it note yeah. stop? Yeah, so you just can actually there. read it. <laughs> See, that's clever. That's yeah. really cool. So it was uh, it, that was really awesome. And it just there's also a meta game to the super hot games that's even more weird and interesting. And is it I called super duper hot? No, it's just the 
I don't, I don't want to explain it's much sequel. about it. It's yes. gonna come out. Much hotter. <laughs> but it, it's uh, uh, I assume it's only gonna get even weirder than the PC one did, which is awesome because with the VR and everything, it'll get even I should crazy. Check that out. I you haven't really used my Rift in months either. Super hot VR, absolutely worth it. Normal super hot without the VR is also quite good. I have, it, I got that for free through uh, Twitch Prime. Yeah. But uh, not the VR version. The, yeah, the normal one. I would like to try the VR version. The they're they're not quite the same game. Like I think eventually some of the levels are similar, but they're a little bit different, and obviously they play very differently. Like mm-hmm. playing it where you're in that space is even more uh, immersive than you know sitting there at a screen with a mouse and keyboard. So. Definitely check out Super Hot and Super Hot VR if you can. Um, and then I did finish Spider Man. The third act of that game goes places that I didn't think the game could go. How many times did you cry? I cried maybe You're tearing once. Tearing up now thinking about kind it. Kind of I a little see bit. It. But I see <laughs> it in your face. Alex's tears. It's, They're it's, back. It's, a, it's probably one of the best spider-man stories that i've ever seen yeah. like it's it's similar to spider-man 2 the movie like that is the ultimate spider-man story to me oh for sure but this game goes further than that and bigger and crazier and the way that it humanizes the villains that are in the game is just insane like i, mm. I didn't think it was possible for a video game to go that far for a video game story to be that good. And this game is that good. And it's Ooh. incredible. Like, I think if you like uh, Spider-Man at all and you were a fan of the Arkham games, there's no reason for you to not play this game. Um, it's just great. And I think I put like probably 18 hours total into it. That's it. That's I, I mean, that's... That's not including doing all the other crazy random there's a, shit. Yeah, there's a bunch do. of other stuff for me to mop up around the city. Yeah. I did do a considerable amount of those side missions. Uh, right now, the only stuff that's kind of left for me to do are... They have these hideouts that are just like, here's a bunch of enemies. We're going to throw waves at you, or you can try to eliminate them stealth-like, that kind of thing. And then there's, like, random crimes that pop up throughout a city, and there's, like, a quota for each district for you to do for each type of crime there's like Hmm. they have different ones for like different groups of villains like there's the prisoners there's uh mr negatives dudes there's like the silver sable um security force that norman osborne has hired for the city and like stuff like that so i like and the crazy thing is like i won't spoil anything but the fact that like i walked into this game thinking mr negative was it uh you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> There's like it's it's nuts how much the third act of this game just explodes onto mm. onto the scene. Like it, I was flabbergasted when I completed Act Two, and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know this is what the end of this game was going to be." Yeah. So, Spider Man's very good. Uh, people should play it. And um, yeah, I don't know. That, I think that's it. Cool, Brian. Um, I finished up Donut County finally. Yeah, 
What'd you think? Sat down, you know, for 10 whole minutes and finished it. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. I did purposely uh, lose the boss fight to see that part. I think that was better than the actual ending. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I didn't lose that fight, but I should go back and do that. I did on purpose because one of you guys, I feel like, told me to, or somebody told me to, to... lose on purpose you must have seen it online or something yeah uh, actually it might have been giant bomb those guys talking about oh, that i don't know so but i don't know yeah but definitely worth losing the fight which is really hard to, yeah <laughs> like you you can sit there and do nothing and like you lose chunks of uh health yeah but the the chunks you lose get smaller as your health gets cl- closer <laughs> to zero so it takes forever that's well, funny like they, they don't want you to he doesn't lose. want you to lose yeah because yeah. it's like you shouldn't die in this game because that's stupid <laughs> it's more zen than that yeah. yeah definitely go back and try that though because it's like a cool kind of easter egg i like how puzzly it gets by the end like the yeah, mechanics yeah. that they get to in the end of the game is what makes yeah me feel i mean like... the parts where like you're you've swallowed the fire and then there's like fireworks that you have to catch in the hole to launch out to hit like different things like yeah. that's i wish there was more of that in the game yeah. too and i i could see him expanding on it more with like add-ons where it's just like puzzle-based crap like that where it's, it's all yeah. it's like the incredible machine but made with like donut oh, county oh man that'd be sweet so love that game yeah that's the that's a classic machine. for sure so stuff like that would be really cool. Um, what else? Anything else? Uh, just a hell of a lot of Destiny. Yeah, it, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm just I'm totally sucked back in. Yeah, right I, on. I really like the Forsaken. It's done a lot for me. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I and, and um, one thing I want to add too is like that. Uh, once the f- the first crew. To beat the raid, well, once someone beat the raid, it unlocked other content for the rest of the player base. Yeah. Like, there's an extra strike, and there appears to be, like, a, a different story mission every week, like a new one in the Dreaming City so far. Interesting. Since that happened, because what happens in the raid actually kind of changes the world. Right. Much like them killing off Cade 6. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's cool. It's it looks like they've they've figured out a way to kind of like evolve the content right through at least this season. So so uh, the campaign magically becomes more than just like five hours long. Basically. That's well, cool. and it's just more of a like. It probably feels like more of a lived-in world when things yeah. can change like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's an ongoing narrative, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Like, the at, that story goes places that you don't really expect it to toward the end. It's very cool. I look forward to you guys actually playing through it at some point. I don't know. I don't so, think I'm going to uh, pick it up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what, uh, uh, are you close to trying the raid? Have you done any of the raid? I or? haven't even thought about it. Cause okay. it it's, I mean, I would love to try it, but I just haven't had that amount of time. Yeah, it it gotta... took like like the world first time was like I think like nineteen hours or something. Yeah. It's just so get I mean a, get a I'm, job. I'm probably gonna wait Jesus. till <laughs> I'm gonna wait till people like have it down better because hmm. I mean I don't know if I want to do the going in blind thing. I don't have that much time to yeah. devote to it. I don't think I could scrape together the same crew for that to like knock it out in a weekend or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely want to try it. Yeah. 
Um, I've always like I've enjoyed most of the raids. Like Leviathan, I think is kind of weak, but even that like first time through was it was interesting at least. But um, yeah, I heard this one's pretty awesome too. Cool. Yep. I played way more into the breach. Like a lot of it. Cool. Like I, I have a lot of the achievements done. Nice. Um, the achievements are extremely difficult to get if you're playing in normal. Yes. <laughs> so you, you have to play everything on easy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you move on to normal? Yeah. I, so I've, I've, I've done everything I can do in easy and gotten all of those achievements, and I've started attacking the enor- the normal stuff. I have beaten the game on normal. Like I've done three islands, and then the last island. I haven't done the fourth island, and then the last island. Um. But it's, uh, yeah, like trying to do the achievements where it's like, don't take any mech damage on any of the corporate islands. Oh my gosh. Trying to, <laughs> trying to do that on normal is impossible. Yeah. Like there's no fucking way around that because the spawn rate of the enemies just like exponentially jumps and mm-hmm. like you're, you're playing these rounds, especially like if you get to the, like the ice Island and like all of a sudden, like you've got these enemies that can, um, They've got at least five hit points, and they're doing, like, three panels worth of damage times three. So, like, (laughs) each panel does three damage, and they can hit three panels at a time. So if all your mechs are in a row... You're screwed. Yeah, you can end up screwed. I don't know why you would ever arrange them that way. I'm just saying as an example. (laughs) No, I try to avoid that, actually. Although I I have had buffs that when I am adjacent to my other mechs, like, we get bonus movement or, like, bonus, like, uh, you know, we can... You get some other like weird buffs and things like that, but yeah, that that game is like it gets way more elaborate. Yeah, and like I'm unlocking sure. weapons that I haven't seen yet that do all kinds of crazy shit, like pushing different enemies adjacent or like launching mm-hmm. me across the like the map and like stuff. Like there's so many little things that like I didn't even know existed that I'm discovering. Yeah. So it, it's really cool, like how much you can change up your play style based on oh, what for units sure. you're using. I've unlocked uh, all of the pilots except for two of them. The pilots make a big difference. Yeah, so yeah. each pilot has their own like skills and things that they bring to the table, and as you level up the pilots, you unlock those skills and things that's like cool. that. Yeah, it, it's it's way more elaborate it, for a game that's like whatever six hundred megabytes, like isometric view, pixelated, eight bit, sixteen bit, whatever. Like it's so much more elaborate than you would ever expect out of that game. I really like the music too. The music is really cool. Uh, it gets kind of repetitive when you've been playing it as yeah, much yeah. as I have. <laughs> True. It's, but, that's the thing is like thinking about uh, the time where those graphics were tied to the power of the system and what you could really do. The yeah. fact that we're getting to a place where pixel art stuff is a conscious choice but you can use the rest of the processing power of what's going on for like, all kinds of other crazy shit yeah that's that's pretty incredible it's an interesting like divide and in, in how things are working yeah now, so no it's it's great um i i can't rave about that game enough and again on the switch it's just such a perfect it's a perfect game for if you're someone like me who doesn't have a ton of time to sit down and play games where like I can pick it up and play a few rounds at the end of the night before I go to bed and I feel like I got a little bit of my gaming fix in yeah. and like I don't feel the need to like keep playing. Like I can put it down and just come back to it whenever I feel like mm-hmm. it or even like even just the idea that like I I've been kind of riding out with like one pilot because I have a pilot whose skill is that it gives every mech flying. Yeah. Um 
which is awesome. That's an awesome skill, especially if you're playing islands that have like cataclysms and stuff where it like just destroys the board, but Mm -hmm. you can keep floating and killing things. Um, I've just been riding him through. So like if I die, if I lose a a game and I have to revert back to the the next timeline, I just keep carrying that guy through. There's like, there is a penalty if like you've spent your time leveling your other mechs up. But if you just, if you just focus on like the one pilot you're using at that time, like it it tends to work out pretty sweet. So, Yeah, I love I love that game. I can't I can't rave about it enough. Uh, I did upgrade my hard drive in my PC, which is sweet. Uh, and I downloaded Sea of Thieves again, so I'm gonna hopefully oh, cool. crack back into that, which will be cool. Um, and yeah, I've been playing a ton of Rainbow Six, like a ton of it. I've been solo queuing a lot, and I did doing play a little quite bit, well, but very poorly. Yeah. But it's, I, that's the thing is like I'll pick up a round randomly just to like kind of stay on top of it and like keep my skill up because I I love Rainbow Six. So, anyways, um, I did uh, join the Nintendo Switch online service. So did I. Uh, I didn't play any of the games, but I just I joined it to join it because I know I'm gonna want to play the games eventually. I played some Doctor Mario, and it's definitely Doctor Mario. We oh, should yeah. we should play competitively online. That'd be great. Play the two-player Doctor Mario. It's twenty bucks a month, yeah. or twenty bucks for the year. That's, that's the thing about it is, you know, I get that people are are kind of upset at the idea of, oh, now I have to pay to play these games online that I've been playing online for months. I think people yeah. are super cheap, but if it's twenty dollars, you know, it's like okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like a six-pack of craft beer, so you're good. Like, and it gets you a bunch of games that you can play. I mean. The only thing about it is that I don't necessarily feel as though it will do things... Like, I don't know that Nintendo will grow this service and make it any better. I don't see a Well, they're going to add more free games. They'll add more free games. I feel like it's slim pickings of what they've given you. Because there are a lot of games I'm like, I don't want to play this at all. I don't care about Ice Climbers. I've never even heard of Ice Climber until now. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, it, uh, is Balloon Fight in there? Because it probably yeah, Balloon will be in there. if it isn't. It there. is silly, too. What and the, the fact that they're only going to add three games at a time, like, every yeah, month. They are adding Metroid uh, one In, of the like, months. November. So it's like, okay, cool. fine. But I don't know. Like, they have Zelda in there, and they have the Mario games. So, yeah. The I'm thing good. is that they kind of ate their own lunch. They're like, oh, here's the NES Classic. And then, do we want to put all those games out on Nintendo Switch Online for twenty dollars? If you already have a Switch, they just—they need to start releasing the Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games. That would be like, really I, sweet. Like those, because I know if I could play Final Fantasy Tactics Advance again, I man, I don't even—that would just be dangerous. I, I mean, I think it's awesome that they've figured out the way to build two-player, like online two-player, into these games, yeah. but. If you just gave me a lot of those Game Boy Advance games or whatever with save states in them, that's right. all that I really want out of that. But it's just going to be like a drip feed of like, I don't know, side pocket at some point and like <laughs> columns or whatever. I don't Yo know. Noid. Yeah. Well, that would be oh, sweet man. too. Yo, Yo Noid was a great yeah, game. <laughs> so, but yeah. So I, for I those know. who aren't familiar, Yo Noid was the platformer uh, based on the Noid character from the Domino's Pizza universe. Yeah, for anybody who's old enough out there to know what the Noid, I'm pretty is. sure I played that game, but I don't remember it too well. <laughs> well, and they so, but uh, Sega just announced that they're going to do 
like Sega Genesis games but on no. Switch, right? So that is the they they are bringing. No, they've got a Sega Genesis like the collection, mini yeah. console or whatever, right? No, well, they are somebody's doing one of those too. I'm sure because why not? I but mean, I've seen that in Rite Aid for the, the past decade, but the <laughs> cartridge they're they're bringing a collection of games that's already out on like PS4 and, yeah. and three or Xbox One, and it's like Fantasy Star two and three, and like there's probably a Shining Sonic Force one through three. Sonic Probably and, street, yeah. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, that's that's cool, but, you know, I I just hope Nintendo go Like, they're never going to have the voice chat in the console. I think that's pretty clear yeah, now. that's really annoying. But they're never going to have an ability to, like, build a party who can all sit there and chat. Like, that. I don't know. You can't even but do I that think, through the app. But I think a lot of that stems from the idea that they want people to sit around the console and play together instead of like just being one-on-one like on your own system. Well, like they engineered the console yeah, to I be just, that way. I feel yeah. like it's unfortunately not that realistic the way people I, live. I agree. Their lives I mean nowadays. based on the games that they're, you know, they're announcing or like they're they're letting they're releasing a Fortnite Switch that comes with like a thousand V-Bucks and like those people playing Fortnite that would squad up like how's I, that going to work, you yeah. know, like I think ultimately, I like the fact that they've made this console that allows you to sit there and have fun with it with other people without a whole lot of extra stuff. You don't have to buy a ton of controllers, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of the games all work with two-player sitting there in front of the tiny little screen. But the fact that they can't kind of reach that parity, but they want to cater to things like Fortnite and you know. Whatever else is going to come their way. Yeah, but you Warframe. you may see companies like Epic and whatever the company that's behind Warframe, like they may push Nintendo in that direction. You know. Yeah, we'll see. It may be good for them down yeah. the line, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, speaking of those like micro consoles, like the PlayStation, they announced the PlayStation One. That's a news bit we didn't bring up in our news stuff. Yeah. So they are making a PlayStation Classic Mini. Yes, something like that. Uh, and, and there was a, an interesting conversation on one of the podcasts that I listened to where they were talking about how like you have that bit of nostalgic factor that like makes you want to buy this thing and then you realize like I'm never going to fucking play this because I can't stand to look at those graphics anymore, which is <laughs> something that like I wrestle with all the time. Like I have a little bit more tolerance for that. The thing for me is the fact that they're putting this thing out with the normal digital controllers with no Yeah. No analog sticks and no DualShock. Which means no Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 1, right? I think you could still play it. I don't think you can. I don't it, know. It used, yeah, it used the joysticks know. for movement, and then it used the directional buttons for other tasks. Like, this this thing, the games that they announced, it's going to have 20 games. It's going to cost $100. It comes with two controllers. does not come with an AC adapter to hook up the USB cable to power it. You what? have to bring your own. But, uh, Can I plug it into my laptop and just play on my laptop screen? Because that would be kind of cool. No, it doesn't work that way. You still need to HDMI yeah. into something. But the games into that they laptop, have confirmed... I can HDMI into my laptop. If you can. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, the They've confirmed five of 20 games. Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms, which... A weird eclectic mix of things. All great games that were pivotal in the original PlayStation. Like, yeah. 
Where's Kingsfield? That's what I want to know. To, um, to be honest, like one of my problems with this, like you're talking about the graphics, that kind of era of graphics was the worst. Like those don't hold up well at all. See, that's the like, thing. Early I, 3D graphics look like complete but shit. But I now. think the PlayStation, the original PlayStation ones, do hold up. I think Nintendo 64 looked like fucking garbage. See, I think 60. I think they both look bad. 64. But I could worse, play but... Final Fantasy 7 and Jumping Flash, and I could play Tekken 3 and Wild Arms, like. I, well, Wild Arms doesn't really count because it wasn't really 3D. It was like uh, it was like 2.5D kind of because yeah. it did 8-bit graphics. It was it was 8-bit graphics in the overworld, but when you went into battle, it was like a 3D background with like 8-bit characters that you were fighting with or something. If I recall correct, I could be totally wrong. I don't remember. But well, it's been I, so long. I think this movie or this this uh, news story because it did remind me of the fact that the Wild Arms theme is is really so good. awesome. Yeah, all it's the music so in that game was great. I, I it's cool. I did pre-order one, but I think I'll probably end up canceling it because I feel like most of the games that are going to be on here, I probably own several ways as well, and there's yeah. no real like advantage to me having this thing other than it hooks up by HDMI. Which... Well, and that that was a. Uh... That was Xbox's response was like, hey, we've got backwards compatibility with all the games you already own. You can just put the disc in your current Xbox One and play it. <laughs> you know, like over 500 games available right now. Like, Yeah, like that, the fact, you could, so with the PlayStation 3, you can put pretty much any PS1 game in it and play it. There's like a couple titles that don't work properly because yeah. it's using software emulation. I just really wish they could bring that over to the PS4. There's no reason why they couldn't, but. Didn't Money. they take that out of the PS3 at some point? No. PS1 games work on every model of the PS3. Okay. It was the PS2 games the that PS2 they took out of. PS2 compatibility After the out. first generation of PS3s, they took out the backwards compatibility. They went from hardware emulation, because they had the Emotion Engine chip on the board, yeah. uh, to software for like two models, and then they ended it after that. That's so weird. Yeah. That was a bummer. But... Yeah, so I don't know. It'll be cool. Um, I don't know that I really need one. Yeah, I don't. I don't need one. Um, it looks cool. It's adorable. It but. does look nice. Uh, and man, but that controller, those controllers were just. I just. I hope it really emulates the original PlayStation, and that at some point you have to turn it upside down for it to function properly. <laughs> yeah. What if you turn it upside down and it unlocks more games? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Because we had to do after Final Fantasy VII came out, we had to start turning the PlayStation upside down because we were playing it so much. Yeah, it would just overheat and like the laser would come out of alignment or something. It was yeah. so oh. fucked up. Yeah, so dude, it weird. was. It was it was nuts. It was pretty messed up. Our play that yeah. was like four years into owning it though. I mean, it lasted for a while. Yeah, no, yeah, it took some time. But, but seriously, where's Kingsfield? Like, I mean, come on. Well, maybe it's part of the list. They yeah, From Software is big right now. They I, might. I mean, it would. You be want to smart. talk about a fucking hard game? Yeah. I don't think I ever got ten minutes pe- into that game. I, I, you die in like the first five you, minutes. You realize that's made by I, I know Dark I know Souls and Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, I'm people. well, I'm well aware. <laughs> I would love to revisit that game now, like knowing what I know about games and how to play those sorts of games. Like yeah. I would love to play that again. I still have our copy. So do you? Good yeah, in the big here. fat PlayStation box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it came with the card, with the card that the has hint the card hint number on it. If you need help in game. Call this number, 1-800-YOU-SUCK. Get good. <laughs> yeah, 1-800-GET-GOOD. Hey, that actually fits. Yeah. All right. Moving along. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite's now been cited in more than 200 divorce proceedings. This is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. 
People are like, you play too much Fortnite. I'm divorcing you. That's funny. Are you kidding me? Come on. Like, unless you're like meeting chicks on Fortnite and they're actually dudes, but you think they're chicks. I I don't know, man. Like, people. I are just stupid. wonder how much of it is like these these are these are people who are trying to be streamers out there spending too much time streaming because that's what you have to do to be a successful yeah, streamer. It's a lifestyle. Basically yeah, devote your life to. Yeah, it. but. That's pretty incredible. That this is in the UK, I think specifically, but um, it's just funny, <laughs> funny and sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So still, even with a healthy dose dose of salt being taken, it's an impressive number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was a that's a good article on on AV or AV Club. Yeah, we'll move through these pretty quick. So got a bunch. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the second game to stream on a Nintendo Switch. It's just streaming. They're not actually like, it's not yeah. on the actual and system. Only in Japan. But only in Japan. They did do Resident Evil 7 as well, which is cool that the, the Switch has this capability. Uh, when are we going to see it in the States? I don't know. They also, uh, they did Fantasy Star Online 2 as well in Japan. But uh, it it's a very interesting idea. Um, and, and I think, you know, it gets to the point of like i have gigabit and playstation now is now playable for me (laughs) yeah i can i can play it without that much lag so (laughs) i would be very curious to learn whether or not they've like softened up some of the timing for it in terms of like being able to dodge in combat and stuff or like I don't know if there's any quick time events or anything in the game. Or but, maybe like, Nintendo's what? figured out some really awesome compression of some sort. Yeah, it's possible. But, uh, no, it is a very cool service, and it's a great way to get some of the higher-end graphical games onto Hashtag the system. Nintendo is Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. Yep. From Silicon Valley. Yep. So, yeah. That's cool. Next. CD Projekt Red is releasing a new RPG set in the world of The Witcher. Uh, supposedly, it's going to be mixing like RPG elements and like card card game, like yeah. g- like mixing in Gwent. Yeah, this is very card game it's a as very well. Odd announcement. I yeah, feel. it came out of nowhere too because everybody's been riding high on the cyberpunk stuff, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, look, they're working on something else." It's like, oh, maybe they just need something out there in the world. Yes, yeah, so they to distract they... people from how long cyberpunk's. Gonna <laughs> take. No, they, I mean they know because The Witcher. The people who play The Witcher are pretty like. They're pretty hardcore, like cult classic style gamers that are like really into The Witcher. So this game will probably sell, and it's going to fund the next eight years worth of development for <laughs> Cyberpunk. Um, so that's good. Well, they still got seventy more to go. Yeah, they're going to need so. it. But uh, it's called Thronebreaker. It's due out next month. It's actually going to use your system to mine cryptocurrencies to help pay for the <laughs> Cyberpunk series moving forward. Uh, I made that part up. No, it's cool. It's cool that they kind of kept it under wraps and that this is basically what we're first hearing about it. <laughs> is it that they kept it under wraps or that no one really cares? I guess I don't know. But yeah. October 28th, Xbox One and PS4, uh, following on December 4th. Um, so PC out first and then Xbox and PS4. But Yep. Oh, that's cool. And then Gwent is also coming out of beta on October 28th as well. So they released the Gwent stuff as a side... I thought that was a I, yeah. I didn't now. even realize it was still in beta. <laughs> it, uh, well, beta nowadays doesn't really mean much, but yeah. So that's cool. More. It's crazy to like. I didn't. I I feel like Cyberpunk is probably so all hands on deck that it's weird to me that they're not that they have other stuff to do right now. <laughs> but, right. 
you know, it's hard to tell how big some of these companies really are. So more Fortnite. Yeah. I I talked about this earlier. The yep. Nintendo Switch Fortnite bundle is on its way. Comes with a bunch of V Bucks, like a thousand V Bucks or something like that. I think. How much um, would that cost? With I don't. I think money? a thousand V Bucks is like, I think that's like ten dollars or something. Probably. Like that. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Oh, and it, or what does it say? Buyers will also receive a thousand V Bucks, which can be used to buy premium items or the Battle Pass. Battle Pass, blah blah blah. We all know if you play Fortnite, you know what the Battle Pass is. Um, anyways. This is kind of cool. Like I was saying earlier, I think I, 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 as soon as they announced Fortnite on the Switch, I was like, this is going to sell so many Switch consoles. And I yeah. still stand by that. I think this is going to sell, like now, all those kids who are playing on their mom's cell phone or whatever are going to be like, Mom, just buy me a Switch and I won't need your cell phone anymore. And then the mom's going to be like, <laughs> okay. And then they'll just go and buy a Switch for 300 bucks because it's cheaper than an $800 iPhone. It's true. And then the kid ends up with a Switch and Fortnite and a thousand V bucks, and his mom gets to use her phone to like look at Instagram and Snapchat. So, <laughs> the uh, so the nice thing is you do not need Nintendo Switch Online to Correct. play Fortnite yep. online. The same goes much for like, uh, Warframe. I heard much like uh, PS4. Uh, not the case for Xbox, where you do need Xbox Live to play Fortnite online. But um, that's nice. And uh, the only thing I'm a little bummed because they're now starting to announce these cool Switch bundles for different games. Like there's a Pokemon one coming out mm-hmm. that has Pikachu there's and Eevee on it. Ugly Smash Brothers one. Smash Brothers one that's coming. So they're starting to do that stuff with this because they're, they're really good at releasing new 3DSs like every month that have different stuff on them. So I'm kind of bummed that the Fortnite one is just a standard Switch with like a card packed in. But. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if it w- if it had something else yeah if it had fortnite it. guy on it yeah right because there's fortnite guy who's the, fortnite guy the, fortnite the man. guy that's on the cover i the, don't know the blonde dude sure Shh. i don't know this is my critique of fortnite not <laughs> having but i'm just not seven years old so i don't know the backstory of all the fortnite characters hey man there's a lot of older married dudes that play fortnite that are no longer going to be married <laughs> <laughs> well now they got more time for fortnite at least exactly. 200 of them <laughs> So, anyway, enough for two matches. Well, I guess that's another. Men. Maybe the women are playing Fortnite, John. That's another oh, thing yeah. they Don't need to sexist. figure out. Is that like, I mean, how difficult is it to? It's it, you probably have to use like an Elgato or a PC right now to stream from a Switch, right? Well, so, and they actually just removed the the video capture capability from the Switch version of the game because it was causing a performance hit. Like it was really? dropping frames because of it. So, yeah. I think that yeah, you're not you would you would have to be using some type of external card with a PC to uh, to stream Fortnite off of a switch. Or but. what you do is you set up your iPad or your cell phone on a tabletop like this, where it can still kind of <laughs> capture you, and then you hold the switch like this, like to the side. Yeah, and that's then, a real professional way to do. Yeah, it. some people will do that. I bet. Just got a crop and mascot. Somebody's got like, yeah. like construction paper overlays. Oh, on guys, their I'm gonna be screen. streaming live on Periscope some <laughs> Fortnite in the next ten minutes. That would be irritating, like trying to watch one of those screener movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh boy! All right, that's good for that. Spider-Man news. Brian, this one was yours. Oh, was it? Yep. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually read it. Spider-Man has sold over 3.3 million units in its first three days on the market. So, yeah, uh It's a big deal. This game sold more in its opening week or whatever than the movie did. <laughs> like, yeah. any of the movies have done. It's... Uh, yeah. I it, I think it deserves it, honestly, after 
being after playing it like it's the amount of polish and care that went into all this i listened to the kind of funny games cast they had the creative director brian intahar on hmm. and and listening to them talk about the choices that they made and why they made them and you know what they did in order to kind of craft and make their own marvel story mm-hmm. uh is really cool so i i think it i think it deserves it and honestly like i hope it makes marvel like one of the first things i saw after this game come out somebody was on reddit and was like can i have this now and it was a screenshot of iron man standing in new york with like game overlay stuff on it like why isn't there an open world iron man game there is it's uh the lego marvel series <laughs> that, yeah that's and you can play as all. iron man and when he flies around it's really funny because he's just this little tiny yeah. lego iron man like flying. Those, <laughs> those games are a lot of fun and it plays great but i really wish that there was like this oh i can sit there and upgrade my tech in the workshop and like do like there there's a lot of yeah, well apply room. that apply that to any superhero like yeah, these games would all be great if they were given this amount of care. Yes. Like that's a fact. Yes. So I mean, imagine an X Men game like that, where like you're yeah. playing one of the X Men and it's been given this level of care. Like, yeah, how dope would it be to roll around as Wolverine in like wherever the hell the X Men actually take place? Does anybody know? Like, I think it's like upstate New York. I always cons- thought it was like London is where Professor X's mansion was. No, but I don't know. Mm, I don't but like, imagine so. just like being Logan and like walking around town and like you've got your le- brown leather jacket on and you see a fight happen in an alley. Some chicks about to get like beat up or something and you, you roll in there like, "What's up, bub?" Sneak, and then like you're. <laughs> You know, your claws come out, and then you just berserk a barrage, like, well, destroy that, these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, that would be so cool. That was one of the few good things about X-Men Origins, I think, was that the game that came out was actually better than the movie that came out. <laughs> like, it was a really good game that people enjoyed. Like, X-Men so, First Class? No, it was, I think it was the X-Men Origins Wolverine game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, game. I remember, maybe it was Nick that talked about that at yeah, some point. Yeah, or Gojo. I think yeah, Gojo, either or. Yeah. But, uh, it's... I hope it just opens Marvel's eyes and be like, okay, well, we don't need to, like, kick out the stupid movie tie-ins like they were doing five, ten years ago. I wouldn't be opposed to them having, like, you have the MCU and then you have, like, the Marvel game universe. The That'd MGU. be sweet, too. Like, so they're yeah. two completely different universes, but they're, like, they're treated with the same amount of care. I mean, the, clearly Marvel puts a lot of effort into their movies. Let a company like Insomniac put that same amount of effort into your games. Well, but it would be even cooler if it was like, hey, what if... Square Enix made the Iron Man game, and it's kind of like a mech game, but more mobile than that because he's Iron Man. Yeah. And like, but it also is in that universe, despite it being. See, I'd imagine it being like the Iron Man game is done by uh, Kojima Productions, and it's <laughs> no, like nobody this, wants that. This sweet Kojima style Iron Man suit. <laughs> oh man! And there's a baby attached it just to it melts for no off reason. Of his body. Yeah, a he, baby. Yeah. Yes. Some weird baby attached to it. Anyway. Iron baby. But yeah, is Square's still doing the Avengers game, aren't they? Yeah, there's some Avengers game that they're working on. It's Crystal D, I think, is working yeah, on it. Yeah, but, but they're owned by under, Enix, under Square or, Enix. Yeah. yeah. IDOS. IDOS. Whatever. All those that games. Gigantic clink, that gigantic conglomerate of yeah, Squaresoft games. games. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's cool that it sold a lot, and it's a very good game. Yeah. Cool. Next. Just hit the X, dude. Shut up. Okay. There's a Rainbow Six movie coming, and Michael B. Jordan's going to be in it. That's exciting. Yep. I don't know if we necessarily need a Rainbow Six movie, but 
As long as like it has nothing to do with the game, I think I'd be okay with it. Because <laughs> I don't know what how you would even do that. Like other than just a, a ragtag team of special operatives. Here I'm Tom Clancy. <laughs> like oh, Tom, <laughs> Tom Clancy's dead, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Back again for the first time. <laughs> Fortunately for him, so he can't hear your shitty <laughs> version of his um, stuff. Yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, they've been making Tom Clancy movies for years, obviously. Yeah, there's a new show oh, yeah. on Amazon Prime. The Jack Ryan there's show. There's got to be like mm-hmm. dozens of times. With, yeah, with John Krasinski, he, and yeah, supposedly where, that show is actually really good. Yeah. I haven't watched it. The Jack it. Ryan show, it's him interviewing people and then stopping <laughs> nuclear threats. Um. <laughs> I like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a great actor. I think he will do whatever role he plays justice. I'm just, I like, I don't... What's it going to be about? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, it sounds like they're. I, I feel like it would probably be Rainbow Six in name only, other than maybe or maybe maybe like it a, follows the original book Rainbow Six, which actually had like a full story arc with particular characters. Which actually, uh, I did. I read somewhere it was probably on the subreddit, uh, the Rainbow Six subreddit, that the a lot of the um, the tools and gadgets of the operators we use in the game are actually in the original Rainbow Six book. That's cool. Interesting. So, mm. like, Pulse's, like, heartbeat sensor was something that was, like, brought into the original Rainbow Six book. Like, that That's was awesome. it, that was written in there. So, like, mm. there's a lot of that. Like, I would be okay with some of that being brought in, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I just don't want it to be some, like, buddy cop, like, James Bond style something or other. Like, I, I hope they, they just... It has to be really badass. What if it's about Michael B. Jordan is the best Rainbow Six Siege player in the world and he gets sucked into some type of big world outbreak he gets he gets plot. pulled through a portal and he becomes the rainbow six or i was thinking he's actually there's a rainbow six arcade game and he gets the high score on it and then and it sucks him into the game ducked him to become like a super agent this in game was six. engineered to find the biggest and brightest and best of all our service members and then they bring michael b jordan in and he still looks like kilgore Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Kilgore, Killmonger, Killgrave, all these Marvel enemies. Yeah. Anyways. Fulgore was in uh, Killer Instinct. They're so creative. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like Michael B. Jordan. I like Rainbow Six. I want to see where this goes. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I was hoping they'd just make him play Castle because Castle's the only black actor or black character in the game. So. Uh, that's not well, true, not, now it? that they added Clash, they've got two. That's but. true. That would be interesting if yeah. you played Clash. If you played Clash. <laughs> Breaking gender stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All in one go. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, PlayStation Now is making some of its games downloadable. Um, I was hoping this article would immediately follow the... Uh, well, I don't even remember which one it was earlier. The PlayStation oh, the, Classic? Thing? Yeah. The uh, PlayStation Classic. But it didn't. Because you were mentioning that you finally have fast enough internet to play PlayStation Now. Oh, yeah. And then, well, I guess you don't need it anymore because you can just download the games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can only download PS4 and PS2 games. You cannot okay. download the PS3 games because the architecture for the PS3 was so insane that they're not... Do you think they just have like a farm of PS3s running those it games? It is a farm of cell processors <laughs> sitting on server blades yes. that are just... Yeah, some chappy shit. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, but, we don't know what we did 
to make this work, yeah. and we There's have no way to engineer something to emulate it. So some type of black here. magic in the cell processor that they cannot recreate with software. So, uh, yeah. So PlayStation Now is the service where you could you used to be able to stream games. They were PS2 through PS4 games that you could play. Um, over the internet for some low fee. I think on when it's on sale, it's $10 a month right now. And right now, you can still... If you're listening to this, the moment it comes out, on September 25th, they will take away the ability to pay $100 for 12 months, which is probably the best price and the most... Uh, the most fitting price that they have for this, essentially paying less okay. than $10 a month. But um, So you'll be able to download... PS2 and PS4 games, you can still stream PS3 games with it. I don't know if you are forced to download them now, if they're like, okay, we're just going to free up server space or whatever <laughs> and make you download these instead of playing them. But um, with the advent of the Xbox Game Pass, I think uh, we saw this one coming at least, and it's cool that it's finally happening. But um, Yeah, it just took forever. It did take quite a while. I feel while. like the Game Pass has more to offer, but I could be wrong about that. Uh, I think in terms of the sheer number of games, PlayStation now hasn't beat because the oh, Xbox yeah, yeah. Xbox Game Pass is like a hundred games I just or mean something like, like that. But like the variety and yeah, depth. and the monetary value of those games because there's yes, there's a lot no. of new ones on there. Yeah, that's the thing is that with Microsoft being like we're actually going to put Sea of Thieves and stuff up there day one when the game comes out. You know, Sony's not. I want to know how many people still haven't purchased Sea of Thieves and they're only playing it through Game Pass. That would be interesting to hear. I don't know that they'll ever come out with that. Interesting stat to see. Um, But you know, Sony's never going to put God of War twenty seven, twenty eighteen, and Spider Man up there at least not for several years. Yeah, with it selling three point three million copies in Mm -hmm. three days. So, but a good move in the right direction. I think it's uh, it's cool. So cool. And then the big one. Sad one. Yeah. Telltale. Telltale's done. Telltale they, Games is mostly dead. Mostly dead. They 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 basically fired everybody except for a handful of developers and programmers to basically carry out their contractual obligations to shareholders is what I was reading. They fired 250 people. They've left a skeleton skeleton crew of 25 people to uh yeah as john said to fulfill the company's obligation to its board and partners um they have effectively canceled the walking dead season four which season two is actually coming out this tuesday but there will be no more episodes of the walking dead uh in this season you mean oh what the rest of the season is canceled so they are putting out episode two because it was due out this week anyway. But well, after that, I don't know if there's a conclusive ending to it or not. That's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, other than that, uh, The Wolf Among Us season two is canceled. Stranger Things is canceled. Um, and I was curious about the Stranger Things one. Yeah, it would have been cool. And and I'm sad. Like it, it sounds like they at least had a lot of work done on The Wolf Among Us. But uh, the fact that none Just, of it's... I wonder what the hell went so wrong. You know, it's got to be a couple Using different Using that things. shitty engine It looked for like this year... Well, whatever. I mean, I think that's part of it. But, like, <laughs> it looks like last November they laid off, like, 90 people, which is apparently 25% of their workforce. So the fact that, you know, 
Like, I think the fact that they're canceling Walking Dead in the middle of the season, to me, sounds like they were probably banking on The Walking Dead Season 4 being big for them, and maybe it wasn't as big as it needed it to be. Mm-hmm. But Telltale was one of those things where that first season of The Walking Dead came out, and then they exploded. They're yeah. like, we're putting out... Uh, you know, we're going to do a Game of Thrones game. We're going to have the Wolf Among Us. We're going to do the Batman stuff. And they just kept adding and adding and adding. They did Guardians of the Galaxy. They Borderlands. Did Borderlands. They did Minecraft Story Mode. They had all of this stuff. They blew up really quickly. I think they, they made too many games. They made a whole, they, they kept doing the same thing with different stories, which is fine. But the fact that, like, the base engine of the game was kind of garbage anyway. Yeah made it all feel very samey and then on top of that like it was a little you had to expect some jank anyway mm-hmm. but i think the bubble just kind of burst on telltale style video games which is really sad but i think they like really flooded the market pretty quickly because i mean that's the thing i think they gained most of that 250 people who got fired within a couple years of the first season of the walking dead coming out. So, um, on the plus side, Ubisoft put out open calls to any telltales employees to, uh, come and interview with them and have some food and talk about the industry. So I saw some quotes from, from former telltale employees that were saying there were people that relocated their lives to come work at telltale Mm -hmm. in the past week or two that got fired that like on friday that's just shameful um and then also they it it sounds like there are a lot of people that's one of the things in the games industry that's always been interesting is that they're really good at reaching out to like oh there's all of this talent that just got let go Mm -hmm. we can use this and we can help them essentially it's kind of you know double-edged but why not well yeah i mean how else are we going to end up with 27 more assassin's creed games we need this (laughs) the industry needs this (laughs) so it uh they also like nobody. Nobody got any severance or anything. Like yep. they didn't get any. Everyone was cut. They were told they were fired, and they had thirty minutes to get out of the building. That's such thirty shit. minutes. Yeah, that's such bull. I mean, that's pretty standard for a corporate layoffs like that. Like you get, you're lucky to get thirty minutes to get out, and you're not just escorted out by security as soon as they fire you. Well, they yeah. probably didn't have any security. They were fired too. I'm sure. Yeah. So there, there's uh, on this Verge uh, article. They did have this link here. Apparently, in the past couple months, there were revelations that Telltale was a studio mired in toxic management that included employees being subjected to constant overwork. Um, the former CEO, Kevin Bruner, sued the company seeking recovery of financial damages this past June. And uh, it just sounds like things were a mess, and they probably just grew too big too quickly, is my guess. So... um that really sucks. It sucks for anybody who was a fan of The Walking Dead and excited about the season that picked up the first episode like a month ago or whenever it came yeah. out. Um, Are they going to get some kind of refund if they paid for the whole season? I don't know. I don't know. That's I'm not sure. Not really the way that either. they've been doing that has been weird enough that I don't know that anybody, if they're still doing the pay for it all up front anymore mm. or not. I don't know. They're, I doubt anybody's going to get a refund but more more so than the fans of the walking dead it sucks for all the people that got let go because that's a horrible way to have it happen there's been a bunch of heartbreaking tweets the dude who said something like don't 
work overtime. Your company doesn't care about you. Yeah. Like, you know, it, all, uh, just confirming everybody's worst fears about that corporate, you know, crunch time video game uh, lifestyle that ends up happening. So, you know, I hope everybody out there lands on their feet and, uh, you know, can continue making sweet games for us to play. So, mm-hmm. Indeed. Cool. That's it for the news. Let's talk about Tomb Raider. I did not play it. I have not had that much time. Also, I still have not finished Rise of the Tomb Raider. Which Despite I feel, it, I believe, being your game of the year that year. Not that year. I think so. I don't I don't, I don't know. Think, I'll go back and I listened. Look. I listened to our episode, and you were very, very happy with it, but I, I can't remember what else I'm came so out So happy year. you didn't finish it. <laughs> In the last third, I would say, of that game is the best. Okay. Yeah, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I finished Rise of the Tomb Raider, so I was excited for this one to come out. It's the last of the... Reboot trilogy? Yeah, the, uh, like, Lara Croft's origin story, I guess. Yeah. Um, Because she really needed that. Because she becomes the Tomb Raider in the game titled Shadow of the Tomb Raider, not Rise of the Tomb Raider or Tomb Raider. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yes. Interesting. Anyways, um, so far, it's uh, pretty wild. Like that, and I don't think it's really a spoiler, that whole like tsunami scene was pretty insane. Yeah, there's a pretty big catastrophe at the start of the game. Yeah. And um I won't say why that happened because that would be a spoiler, but uh, yeah. Um yeah, it's very pretty. Um I really like the fact that there's no HUD. That's like super cool. Yeah. It was my that, number 2 that year. Okay. Good to know. I just looked it up. What was number 1? Dying Light. Okay. Um gameplay-wise it feels like Tomb Raider. More of the same. My only complaint so far is, like, I felt like when I had to fight, like, those jaguars that it felt kind of janky. That's horrible. <laughs> I really didn't enjoy it that part. It's pretty bad. But, I mean, like, doing the stealth kills on the, like, regular dudes and stuff was cool. What about like, the, the huge dudes? Are there huge good. dudes? There's they, not a whole were, lot of huge dudes. They were just standard just standard dudes. standard size dudes yes average dudes um it looks good i already said that but like the hdr part doesn't work right for me it's like yeah i it didn't that's the thing <laughs> it makes for me. it way too dark oh the hdr to me didn't really like make it pop all that much no comparing yeah. it to something like spider-man but spider-man is a lot yeah. more vivid and less like samey in color than tomb raider is so yeah the uh the whole jungle setting is pretty cool. Um, I I only did one of the like I really haven't played that much unfortunately, but um, I enjoyed the uh, the challenge one tomb. like challenge tomb I did that, that it was like much more lengthy than the old ones and were just more involved in general like mechanically. Yeah, because the other ones were just like one big like room and like had one giant mechanical puzzle that you mm-hmm. had to like figure out. So you're saying like this time around it's it's like more elaborate than that or there's multiple yeah, rooms I mean, or it, like it involved like smaller puzzles just to to that you had to solve to traverse to like the pa- tomb. to pace your way through yeah. the area. That's cool. 
Um, I like that. That's that feels more traditional Tomb Raider to me. Yeah, it felt like raiding a tomb, actually. Yeah, like you were raiding one. Yeah, like in one. I don't know. Like, if like you, you had broken into it and you were there to take stuff out of it, like a raider. Yeah, basically. In the tomb. Yeah. And and I had a shadow while I was raiding the tomb. <laughs> there was good lighting, so there were yeah. shadows. Well, I mean, somewhat. Except for the HDR. Except for the De- HDR. Decent lighting. When you were able to light torches, you could then see the shadow of your tomb raider. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, cool. I don't really know. Everyone's this... already lost interest. I haven't in this played <laughs> like long enough to know exactly where the story is going. So yeah, I'm hoping there's some twists and stuff. Like I'm not super impressed with the writing so far. It's just whatever. That's yeah. So I did get to a little bit of a twist, but I'm also on the same page. Even like I, I still think, and I will go back to my line from that previous review of I think Uncharted tops the story of any Tomb Raider game any day. And I used to think the gameplay of Tomb Raider was better, but after this one, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> like, is it just because well, it feels like more of the same, or like it feels like more of the same? And I don't necessarily know how much they're pushing it in new directions, but also like this game lost a bit of the polish. Like the Jaguar fight alone it was that terrible. you were saying is really bad. There's like literally no way to be good at fighting those. Yeah, um, and like you're basically constantly scrambling is yeah. the only way to stay alive, but. It, there's like no, like tell, like from the jaguar on when you should be scrambling, when you should dodge out of the way. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. So really, I just kept hitting B like over and over again. Exactly, and there's nothing elegant about that fight. No. The 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 catastrophe that happens in the beginning, like some of that stuff in Uncharted games, the idea of like, oh, you are running after a plane that is taking off that you are trying to get onto. You're in a Jeep that's driving up to a plane that is currently on the runway that you need to get on that plane. I like how that game makes you an active participant in those big catastrophes, but also doesn't really allow you to fail at them. Whereas with Tomb Raider, I feel like there were so many needless deaths because I didn't quite time the jump just right. Like, yeah, but they're see, that's, hilarious. That's, like, I that laughed out loud itself, every time I got impaled on spikes. That and in and of itself is very classic Tomb Raider. I mean, imagine doing, like, you go to jump a cliff and do a swan dive into a pool of water that's, like, the size of a quarter, and you break your neck and die. Like, that's funny. Like, you <laughs> Like it used to suck to do it because you'd bump you pretty far back in the level, but the that was that quick. was like that was a Tomb Raider like trope was like doing stupid shit like that, and that's fair. But when you're trying to make me feel like Lara Croft is this like super experienced, awesomely good Tomb Raider person, she's not. She's like twenty, dude. Whatever. I mean, that's fine and all, but it's not. It takes me out of the game when I die seven times at the same spot because the way that the jump timing is supposed to happen isn't very clear to did me. Did that actually happen to you? Yes, it did. On a couple, I, I on a couple occasions, uh, actually. I don't know that yeah. it would be a problem for everybody. Like it, Maybe it was just me. Maybe it was coming off a of Spider-Man. I don't know what and it was. And they're trying to sling webs. Yeah. Were yeah. Those like she doesn't shoot down. any webs anywhere. Were it's those bullshit. like quick time style events or something? There's or? a couple of those. I wouldn't really call it like a quick time event. Or like you were just running through an area and like hit a jump wrong and died. Yes. Okay. More like that. See that, like, I get that, but I feel like the, descri- like, the comparison to... Uncharted in that you've got the sequence of events where like you're not 
supposed to fail, like it doesn't allow you to fail or whatever. It's not like that- if you were doing the same sort of thing in Tomb Raider, I feel like it's the same way. Like if you're, I think in this was it might have been the first one in, in 2013 Tomb Raider. She's sliding down this like mudslide thing, and you've got to dodge these like planks of wood that are in the water and shit, so you don't die. You can't like. I feel like it's a similar. I'm, I keep burping. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like it's a similar thing where like you you're quick timing your way around these like little things to avoid them, and I don't know if you actually can it's a really new fail. Action. Quick timing. I I get that, and I get like in the challenge tombs. There's time where there's traps, and if you're not looking close enough, you hit the tripwire, and a bunch of spears come out and impale you. Fine, that's Tomb Raider. They give you a that second to react to, to that if you fuck up. Yes, though. that too. But also. But the the fact of like there's this huge catastrophe going on, it's like a big, like, hurricane or monsoon type thing with big pieces of land like washing across the the streets and like all of that type of stuff, where I feel like what they want me to do is appreciate the spectacle and the scope of what's going on and not so much the timing of a jump. I think they're taking me out of this big piece of art that they've made. Because I'm not hitting A at the right time. And that, to me, sucks. When I would much rather be like, oh my god, I feel like the biggest badass in the world because I just traversed that so quick. Even if it's an illusion of like, oh, there was no way like you would have to sit there as Nathan Drake and fall off of the plane or something. like that. I want to be in the, the headspace of what's going on in front of me rather than sitting there being like, oh, I didn't quite hit A soon enough. I got gotcha. you. Continue on. Like it, it's they're detracting from the thing that they made by right. making it limited to this little window. So you'd rather watch Tomb Raider the movie than play Tomb Raider. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not true at all. I think Uncharted is a good way of faking you into thinking that you're awesome. Gotcha. I don't think Tomb Raider does that for me. See, I, I feel like what's changed at this point, like you said. You used to think Tomb Raider had the better gameplay, but Uncharted, obviously, better writing. Yeah. Um, I think maybe what's changed is since Tomb Raider came out, Uncharted 4 came out. Yeah. And that's probably, to me, it seems like it's way more polished from all perspectives, including gameplay, than the old Uncharted games. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I mean, didn't actually play it. I'm just I, 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 I think you that I that's. I feel like each Uncharted game has upped the ante in a lot of story ways and in spectacle ways as well. Like, that whole plane thing was in the third one, and I know it gets even further and more crazy in the fourth. And they pull it off really well. Tomb Raider might get there. I, I should qualify this with I've only played about half of the game. I didn't get to the end, but I don't feel like this feels like the most obligatory Tomb Raider game that there has been. This is like we said we were doing a trilogy, so here's number yeah, three. It's not even um, be, it's not even made by the studio that made the other. Yeah, two it's games. not Crystal D. This is uh, the Deus Ex. Um, yeah, Eidos Montreal. Yeah, Eidos Montreal are the ones that that developed this one, but it just does not feel like anybody wanted to make this game. It feels like it is just there to exist as like the third in the Tomb Raider trilogy because we said we were doing one. And that's, I mean, that's, I'm being harsh there. I think it plays well in most cases. And I think if you liked Tomb Raider, this is more of it and it's good. But there's not much special about it to me anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider 2013 existed because Uncharted outdid Tomb Raider, and I got it. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider was a, a kind of the reaction of like, here's what worked in the first one, and here's what didn't, and we're gonna push it even more. We're gonna give you more tombs. We're gonna make it more puzzly. But I don't feel as though this third one has that central thesis of like, here's what we did wrong. Here's what we want to do different. It just feels like more. Right, more of the same. And that's fine. So it kind of lives up to its title. It's living in the shadow of Tomb Raider <laughs> 2013. The shadow is being cast by Uncharted 4's massive sales numbers, apparently. Oh. That's harsh. Um, but justified. And, and I'll say here, I was, like, Brian lent me his copy that he purchased to play, which is very nice of him. Because you had other stuff you were doing this week. I was still just Destiny. playing Destiny. Yeah, and I had social <laughs> obligations. So, uh, but I was kind of happy to give it back to you because I was like, I want to get back to Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, that's that's the other thing. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is because it's in the shadow of Spider-Man too. Like, I think th- there's a lot of people out there on Twitter that are like, man, I really like Tomb Raider, but Spider-Man came out first and it's really good and I want to keep playing it and there's a lot of it. So I think that'll be what people are kind of caught up on. As, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely i I look forward to playing Spider Man at some point. I actually i do sort of own that too, but I yeah. haven't touched it. Yeah, I you know if I so I walked into our local video store to try and pick up a copy of Tomb Raider to finish because if they had it, I was going to do it, but they didn't. You know, they had one copy on Xbox that people had totally rented out the whole week, but. I did not. I was playing it out of obligation. Like it was not a. I really enjoyed Rise of the Tomb Raider, but I did not feel a pull to this one at all. And it doesn't feel like even getting halfway through it that I. I don't feel bitten by the bug. I'm yeah. not going to go buy it. I was playing it, and I'm like, eh, there's things in Destiny I want to finish. Yeah, it'll be twelve dollars in a humble bundle in like a year, and maybe I'll get it then. But. You know. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to play it on PC. I'm sure it looks like, and that's the thing; it does look fantastic. Yeah, I think Humble you played or, on the, the X. I was on the Xbox. Yeah. This you is the first X. real like game that I play, other than a little bit of Sea of Thieves on the X, mm-hmm. and, and I think uh, it, it's mostly pretty great. What was I going to say about um, the? <sighs> I had some sort of comment. About it. There was there were a few times that were weird that I would reach the end of the like you know how they hide the load screens in these games nowadays mm-hmm. with like yeah. she's heading through a crevice or she's walking yeah. through mud I would get to the end of like the mud pool and it would still stop and and st- like these words at the bottom of the screen would say like now stream or streaming streaming stream loading or something like that mm-hmm. and I was like they couldn't quite tune that right even on the X like the game feels unpolished from a lot of other standpoints too. There are times where I would be locked in an animation fighting a jaguar, per se, and there would be like an item near me with X, and I'd accidentally hit X, and I would hear Lara say something in a very calm voice of like, I have too much of that already, as this jaguar is like eating her face. <laughs> so it was like, there's a lot of little things that are just pulling me out of the game because they don't really quite, they, it, it feels like they left a little bit on the table in yeah. terms of like the final polish. I gotcha. Even Gladish, I think, was playing on PS4, and he said that, that he was getting this camera glitch where it was, like, spinning around him, hmm. which I think was something that also happened to me when I played Rise of the Tomb Raider. Huh. I haven't had anything like that happen for me so far, but I'm sure it will. It's just little stuff here and there. It's not stuff that, like, 
makes the game shit because it's not. It's still good. It's still a triple A. Did they but, add like anything new to the gameplay though? So far, I haven't acquired anything that's di- like different than the old game. Tool wise, at least yeah. in the first half, I don't think I've seen anything different. The I think they have more like a very different type of plants. Like there's health plants, and yeah, there's perception yeah, yeah. plants. I don't think that was in the second no, one. Not the perception. They thing, also maybe. added mud camouflage, so you oh, can yeah. you can add. Lara, you can hit a button to make her like mud her face up, and then she can hide in these like darker walls with like a bunch of like brush and stuff in front of them or whatnot. Mm. But it's just it's a little bit of an addition to the stealth stuff, and it makes the stealth stuff you know work a little bit more fluidly. You can kind of traverse while Mm -hmm. stealthing a little bit more because there's like walls connecting plant areas that you would crouch down in and like cover so it, it <laughs> the the stealth was going so well for me like in the, the first part in Cosmel where you you have to actually like fight dudes not huge dudes just standard <laughs> size dudes. dudes standard issue but dudes. there's like a lot of them thank you for clarifying so i was like just you know stealth killing the shit out of that squad and yeah. then all of a sudden i broke cover i don't even know how and uh like when all hell broke loose i just died like immediately <laughs> yeah. like Apparently, you just can't get in a gunfight anymore. You and that's that's the die. other that's I guess that might be one of the things about Uncharted that I like too is that like it makes it makes some sense that like you know Nathan Drake's supposed to be this dude who can like fist fight. Mm-hmm. The fact that Lara does none of that kind of sucks. Like I wish there was some type of actionable fighting you could do when you're face to face with somebody. Yeah. Like and that doesn't really happen. Like you'd in this think game. she would have taken a self defense class, like physical, actual physical contact instead of like you're standing two feet in front of someone and you're holding up an M16. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Like or or your bow and arrow. arrow. Yeah, you're drawing a bow <laughs> point blank at a dude's head. It's like what yeah, the I, hell? <laughs> she should be able to throw some punches and and you know at least put up a little bit of a fight. Even if even if you're gonna make that harder or whatever, like. That's fine. Like that's that makes sense being right in front of people. But you know, all of the guards are dumb as rocks until they know that you're there, and then they become fucking sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. And that's it's really weird. Yeah, there was just like this hail of bullets from everywhere, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Yep. And like, the jaguars. Getting... There's just jaguars jumping at you as you're getting shot. So at. many jaguars. <laughs> They look dumb too. Like they have like dopey faces. Yeah, stupid jaguars. Dumbest looking jaguars in video games. No, I mean like when they first appear, they look pretty cool. But then when you're fighting them, they just look yeah. dumb. Yeah, I don't know. They look like um, what's his name from Tekken? I bet King. King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a, ja- a jaguar mask. Yeah. Yeah. So why does like the second most important character in the game call her Laura? Yeah, they would have gotten on the right page. <laughs> the beginning, like that's Lara, everybody, not Laura. <laughs> that's one of the things about like voice acting that's always interesting. Is like, oh, these people are appearing in a scene together, but they didn't talk about how they were going to pronounce this name right. So then you yeah, hear the two different pronunciations. He got it, it, was all pronou- it was all written in. I think there was Laura's. a U in there. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the IDOS team is working on the Avengers game, right? No, that's Crystal D. That's Crystal D. Yeah. Which is why they didn't make this game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So. That's a bummer. 
It's not the thing is, it's not horrible. It's just not special. I, I do write. feel like it would have been better if Crystal Dynamics would have made it though. Stuck with it, yeah. 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 I, I, I you know like, I've seen it through all the way. Yeah, it's a shame that they don't get to finish out their trilogy. I mean, I'd rather Eidos Montreal be making another Deus Ex game instead, but <laughs> apparently they had to make this. Yeah, the fact that there's not like, oh, here's the third, uh, here's the third, like Deus Ex 2, or yeah. not 2, but the second it new one. It ended in a weird spot. Ended in a weird spot and apparently but didn't it, do well enough for them to make a third one. <laughs> like I've been told, or from what I read, it sounds like it's not out of the question that they will make another one. It's just they're not doing it anytime soon. Yeah. It's not in the plan. So that's fine, I guess, you know, on cyberpunk, you know, whenever that comes. They got a whole 70 years to make another Deus Ex, so. Yep. Uh, and, you know, on the topic of polish, there was a really good gif that I saw on Reddit um, from Spider-Man. It's when me and the boys get Heelys. <laughs> this is pretty incredible that's the thing spider-man has a little like i didn't see this happen in my game but there was one point there was one point where i was looking at a roof uh you have to do these little things where like black cat is leaving calling cards at places she's robbing yeah and she kind of sets up spots for spider-man to find like you have to look into a camera and find where she's put it and I looked off into the distance, and there's just this one rooftop of a bunch of people in a T-pose like this. <laughs> so I took a screenshot of it. I got to post it. It's pretty good. They were doing Tai Chi yeah. on the roof. You know, so speaking <laughs> speaking of polish. It's one of those Japanese-owned companies. <laughs> I thought this game was super polished, you said. It is super polished. It is. I. This is maybe... This is one thing that I've seen, and then the T-Pose thing that I saw is something that I wouldn't have necessarily even What noticed. makes it so funny is how the dude on the right is, like, rock solid, and, like, his clothes are still kind of, like, shaking. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really good. And the dude on the left, like, his gun's just hanging by his side as if he's walking with it, but it's not. Like. That clothing animation's amazing. Yeah. Like, the no. way the tie flops. And I did not see this happen in the game, so it's not... It really this looks might like Healy's, though. This might have been somebody who missed the day one patch or something like that and That's wanted so to funny. pull out things that look bad, but it, it was pretty good, so... Yeah. But anyway... <sighs> Enough about Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, I would say if you play the other two, still play this one. Yeah, if you really liked Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider 2013, there's more here, and it's good. It's it's fine, but... But it, it does live in the shadow of the other Tomb Raider games. Yeah, it is aptly named. Right on. Cool. Well, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month to help keep all of our shows alive and well. Check it out at Patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. That's Patreon.com slash M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher such as iTunes or Google Play Podcasts. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what we're doing next. Are, are you going to pick up Assassin's Creed or no? I don't think any of us are not really that looking soon. forward to it. I have a lot of Origin left to play. 
So our next episode is going to be on October 7th, or no? Yeah. I already know what I'm going to be playing before that. Forza Horizon? Yeah. Yeah, so Brian's going to probably talk about some Forza, Forza. Forza Horizon. I may or may not pick up Mega Man. Um, I'm definitely picking up Super Mario Party. Oh, I didn't realize that was out so soon. Maybe we should. We need to do like a like a stream of stream that somehow. Yeah, we really should. That would be pretty good. I I was going to pick that up too. I think. But do you need? Can you share play like on one console with others to do the multi console? I don't know. I don't know. know, But we'll have at least two copies of it, so we'll be good either way. Um, Cool. And, uh, yeah, so that, it looks like before our next episode, Super Mario Party, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Mega Man 11, and Forza Horizon 4. Wow. Oh, Astrobot Rescue Mission is oh, coming well, out for PSVR. It is a longer version of that demo from Playroom. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so maybe we'll have to pick up that, too. We're yeah. also getting Firewall Zero Hour. Yes. So... We'll have a few things to talk about. What is Batman the Enemy Within? I think that's the Telltale game. Oh. Potentially. Let me take a look. That's it. Uh, yes, it is a Telltale game. I wonder if that's still coming out. Uh, it's just so, a Switch port of it. Yeah, it's so, a Switch port of, I think, Season 2 of the Telltale game. Okay. Yeah. So that's coming to Switch, but maybe. Who knows? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is up with the network? Anything? Uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook Boys just put out another episode of their show that I have not listened to yet. It's the class of 1991, The People Under the Stairs, which I, if I recall correctly from like the VH1, uh, I Love the 90s is a very messed up movie. So I'm excited yeah. to hear them talk about it. Also one of my favorite hip hop groups. <laughs> the People Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, it looks like they... Uh, they do some what they've been watching. Willie also did go to the set of It Chapter 2. And oh, I yeah, he, he talks did. about that on, uh, on here, and he shared a bunch of pictures in our in our Discord as well. Um, and it looks like they also ranked some Wes Craven movies as well. So it should be pretty good. Other than that, uh, not a whole lot going on. Still figuring out what future plans might be since TV ended. But All of TV. Yeah, it's all done. <laughs> There's no more of it. So... Right on. But yeah. Cool. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you next time.